Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. Man, oh man, oh man. It's, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait for the season to start, man. I get excited every time I have uh, my coworkers or friends tell me how good the Jets did in the draft. So, um, But other than that, what's going on with you, Kyle? How you feeling? I'm doing good, bro. Like I said, just as, just as excited, you know, about seeing what, uh, seeing these guys on the field, you know, starting to play together. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hearing a lot of good things coming out of the, the rookie camps and, the, you know, the, the OTA stuff that's going on right now. So, yeah, I'm definitely um, excited and looking forward to the season. Yeah, I think I think we both are looking forward to the season, man. It's just very exciting things, and even the media is is, is believing in the hype. Um, but I know you done heard about Sauce changing his number to number one. Then uh, which number did DJ Reed uh, change his jersey number two? Uh, DJ Reed, I think he's he's four now. Got you, got you. Um, how how you feel about that in the jersey number change? Uh. I actually I didn't expect it to happen, honestly. Um, but I, I, I guess you know that was something that um, Sauce was looking forward to. You know, the reason why he was able to get it. Um, I know there was a report out that said that he paid two hundred and fifty k for the number, but then um, Sauce actually replied to that tweet and was like, "How?" he was surprised at the misinformation that was being put out, especially from, um, it was a Cincinnati based, uh, media market that put it out, mm. and he was like, you know, shaking my head. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nobody doesn't know the real story until, you know, the actual players speak on it, but you know, it's good that sauces actually saw it and, and spoke on it. But, um, yeah, I can't wait to see what sauce does with DJ Reed and, and company, um well well we do have some jet news uh <laughs> defensive tackle from the Bengals Larry Ogunjabi uh visited the Jets for the past two days so um I think we we should be expecting the signing soon um how you feel about that Kyle uh like originally I wasn't like I said I'm not I wasn't too familiar with him so you know I, I was actually did you know little research on him and stuff like in mm-hmm. for you know He's been, uh, I would say, cons- pretty consistent. You know, um, the first year, I think, is when he actually started. Like, the first two years he started, um, he was a five-and-a-half sack guy. And I think last year um, he had seven sacks when, you know, with uh, that Cincinnati team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, adding a 27-year-old interior guy who's, you know, for the most part has been averaging about, uh, so say six, to say six sacks a a, a season is, is definitely a plus. Yeah, um, I I will say this: he uh, started all sixteen games, and um, just to have somebody because we because we've been talking about uh, just needing the defensive tackle, just having um that veteran guy that could be there with Quentin Nelson, uh, sorry, Quentin Williams, uh, not this Williams, but uh, we got a Lawson coming back at training camp, which is fantastic news. And not only that, we have Jermaine Johnson, man. Woof. I, I feel like that the D-line could be deadly. If it's if it's healthy, it could be deadly. Maybe a top 10. Who, who knows? Yeah, definitely. Um, 
looking like we're, we're putting together uh, a very, uh, how to say, formidable uh, D-line, you know, as I said, if they are to add, able to, to add Ojinbot Javi, that would definitely, um, you know, be a plus. But I know, I think what happened with him is that he, um, he uh, failed his physical mm -hmm. in um, Chicago because I think Chicago had a deal of, of 10 years, um, 40 mil on the table, but he failed the physical because of a foot injury that he had. So, right. you mm. know, it's to be seen if, um, even if we looked at him or whatever, if, you know, he's in shape or, you know, able to pass the physical for us to be able to play. Right. And, you know, to me, it's just, we we need the extra D tackle, you know. I I feel like we good on on uh the pass rushing and um defensive ends, and we we just need somebody that could be there with with Quentin with Quentin Williams, and not just Williams, but also you know if he needs to uh sit out for for a minute or two, you know, at least we'll have somebody like him. Got Nathan Shepard, still got Vinny Curry. We we got some we got some players, man. <laughs> We the Jets definitely got some players, man. And I'm I'm very excited for this. If he does make the sign, and um, hopefully he'll sign, and we can speak on him and, and get to know him by uh, next week. Um, let's get to know our undrafted free agents. Uh, the first one, um, from North Carolina State, uh, Zonovan Knight. Um, man, running back. Um, I didn't hear much about him, Kyle. Um, I don't know if you know anything about him. Um. I, I said, yeah, that was somebody that wasn't uh, really on my radar when I was doing my, uh, you know, research on on some of the, uh, you know, college talent that was coming out. But um, uh, apparently, you know, he, he goes by the name of Bam. <laughs> so it was um, Xavion Bam Knight. And when I looked at some of his tape, it, it shows like he's definitely a physical runner. Um, and he's also um, was one of the top guys in um, uh, kick returns, you know, in this conference. So I guess they definitely think that might be something that they're looking at because with, um, you know, with Barrios getting the type of money he is, I'm not sure uh, to the degree how they want to extend him on special teams, you know? Correct. Um... You know, like I said, I ain't get to watch much of him. Um, but I've been hearing about this guy, this uh, wide receiver right here, um, Irvin Charles from IUP, um, Penn, uh, former Penn State wide receiver. Yeah, he's um, he's someone that I looked at that um, definitely I could see, you know, being a plus, uh, a big add to our um, our team. He's a tall receiver with decent speed. Um, and he's also a physical guy, so mm -hmm. he kind of would, it would probably take the the place of um, who was the Smith? Um, not uh, Vincent Smith, because you know Vincent Smith um left us and went to uh yeah Tampa Bay. Bay. Mm -hmm. So he might be someone you know that could come in and fill in for that void. 
Yeah, and I think we'll see more of him uh, in the preseason because I know it's going to be a little bit of wide receivers going to shadow battle for uh, for a spot at least, you know. But it's going to be a, a it's going to be slim chance. But you know, at least the practice squad you see that too. Um, also, we got uh, Vanderbilt, uh, Allen George. Uh, that. He's like he's someone I, I really have uh I haven't heard anything about. I wasn't able to um look at any uh film on him or anything. So I said, there was a couple that I that I was able to look at, but he he wasn't um he wasn't one of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's a few of them that, that makes you look and then some of them that just makes you be like, hmm, you know, like who who is this guy, <laughs> you know? But um, I think I think um, I think the one that uh, a few people are are hyped about is um, the linebacker, which is a uh, DQ Thomas out of Middle Tennessee. Yeah, I definitely uh, you know looked at him and what he was able to do, and I can see him being someone that you know can possibly crack the roster based on what I've seen on you know on film with him you know to um play that that will spot for us right like I say me man he's a he's a he's a big hitter and <laughs> it's, it's just seems it just seems like you know it seems like he he could he could fit he, he could fit it all depends on how uh Salah and um you know and company use use him but you know but I'm hearing a lot of a lot of good things about about the kid you know so we'll definitely see what we can get out of him um then we also got uh we I'm I'm only gonna name I'm not gonna name them all but you know what I'm saying like uh we got Kansas uh Jeremy Webb uh cornerback I don't like I said Kyle I don't expect too many cornerbacks to really be on the team like that because we we set with um Hall Reed and um what's his name Sauce of course and uh Echoes even though Echoes is not you know it's not the not the favorite but. <laughs> I guess it's good to you know try try out some other guys too. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Echoes. Um, I see him being used, but I don't think that you know based on who we have already, I don't know how much of a role he's going to play in the defense. You know, between uh, like I said, the t- the three top guys in Sauce, Reed, and um, Hall. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you still have uh, Michael Carter and Javelin uh, Gidry, who as Man, I, who, I forgot we still got him too. Yep, and he was he was he, you know, excelled in that um in that uh you know nickel in that uh nickel slash slot role. So correct. It should be interesting to see. It's definitely going to be a battle. So, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. So I think it's like kind of like slim pickings, but I think they they could have potentially a shot at making the practice squad, and then seeing what happens after that. You know, so yeah. Um, good good luck to good luck to all the undrafted free agents. I only heard hyped about a few of them. 
Um, I know they have signed some other ones, Wisconsin fullback John Chanel, um, East Carolina safety DJ Ford, uh, North Carolina A&T uh, wide receiver Ron Hunt, um, Illinois uh, safety Tony Adams, uh, Kent State wide receiver Kashawn Abram, uh, Oklahoma State running back L.D. Brown, uh, let me see, North Texas running back DeAndre Torrey, Coastal Carolina defensive line C.J. Brewer, uh, Florida a yeah. and defensive yeah. line Savion Williams. What you say? Yeah, I was saying. I think Brewer was someone I also looked at. He's he seems like he can be someone that you know can definitely um contribute. He, I say, he's a smaller D um defensive tackle, but he definitely showed you know some strength in some of the um you know, some of the uh, film I was watching and had decent speed. So he's someone mm. else to look out for. Okay. I mean, well, that's a, well, that's a good, well, that's a good thing. Um, And I know the Jets did make, make a sign. They didn't, they, they got rid of Van Roten, the Rotten, I meant Roten, sorry. They got rid of Van Roten and they signed somebody else, Kyle. Who, who, who was it? Cause he came from the Eagles, correct? Nate, um, what was it? I think it's Nate something. Nate, um, oh, I have it right here. I was I was just looking at it. Um, Nate um, Herbig. Now, he came from the Eagles, correct? The Eagles, yes. I, I guess they I guess they they really wanted to get rid of Van Roten, um, and I know you was very happy with that too. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely. <laughs> you know that was something. I was I was waiting for since last year. It's been in, been in the so, works. <laughs> you know what I mean, especially when we um picked up um what was the other the um the other tackle that we picked up from Kansas City, like when they I mean the guard we picked up from Kansas City. Yeah, and they didn't um sign him back. Yeah, they didn't sign him back, which I was kind of disappointed with. It's um, what's his name? Oh my god, uh, Lauren, Lauren yeah. Devene, Tardy, Tardy, Tardy. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, yeah, yeah. I was kind of disappointed because I wanted them to sign him because he was he wasn't bad, you know. He was doing this. He did this thing the last few games of the season, and he wanted to stay actually. Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't hear any status of him and like what, you know, he was um looking to do. I just know, like I said, he played well for us, and I was surprised that they didn't um, you know, look to retain him. Right. I I just know that uh, what's the name? I just know that. I just know that he wanted to uh, sign back, but the judge. But JD didn't want to re-sign him back, and I just didn't understand why. So I was just like, okay, now they got rid of Van Roten. So there it goes. It it just shows what they um uh it just shows you know it just shows what what plans are you know what plans JD and them got. That's why he always offers the one year or the two year, but well two year deals with the one, but you know this one year, but the second year is an option. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll definitely see what happens. But um, like I said, like I said before, um, you know, um, 
best of luck to the the undrafted free agents. It's a very very hard time of year, but you know, show your talents out there at the preseason and um, not just ourselves, but other other Jets Jets podcasts and pages will be watching, and we will definitely be talking more about y'all when preseason come around and maybe training camp come around. Um, but the the funniest thing, Kyle, and I know a lot of people have been talking about it. Is that pass from Tua to Tariq Hill? What, oh. <laughs> what the what the hell, bro? Uh, it looked like Tariq Hill has been waiting for like five to ten seconds for that ball to come down. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, gonna be like his, you know, his life, you know, in the yeah. coming season. You know, uh, I can't say I, you know, feel sorry for him. That's a, that's the the life he chose, so you no know, best of luck to him with that. But I just know Zach Wilson would not would not have made a th- made a uh, under throw like that. And and remember last year when he did that throw um, on training camp to Elijah Moore, and it was right on the money. Yep. So it's so it's just the fact of the batters that just watching the way how two would throw the ball. Um, I I, I kind of understood what uh, Pat McAfee was saying. He said, "Well, the ball could have slipped out his hand, which which I didn't think it did slip." Um, he said maybe the wind was blowing. I don't know if the wind was blowing. It just looked like he 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 used all his power in that throw. Um, you might disagree with me, Kyle, but he looked like he used all that power in that throw, and then it it just failed. It um. It actually did something funny when when I looked at the throw itself, you know, like yeah. in the video. Um, it started out good, and then when it got to the end, when it started to like, you know, come down, the the it started wobbling. So I don't know whether, you know, if that was wind or just because <laughs> he didn't right put enough, you know, strength into it. That's that. That's what I was thinking, Kyle. Like it looked like. It wasn't enough strength, you know. You know, certain quarterbacks they they pass it, you know, they can make that pass look easy, and then there's some that just barely making it, right? You know, so for all that, you might as well give a uh, five pick Peterman <laughs> the the shot. And I, and how does he keep getting signed, Kyle? This man signed the one year deal with the Bears. What? <laughs> yes, this happened today. I don't, I forgot to tell you that before uh, we started the episode, but he signed the one-year deal. So it's Fields, five-pick Peterman, and Trevor Simeon. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right, because didn't they, um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they get rid of um, Foles? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess maybe... It just doesn't make sense, though. So, so basically, Phils is going to try to learn off of five pick Peterman. I guess. <laughs> I just want to know why, why, why he keeps getting signed. You would think that his career would have been over after the Bills, and then he just finds his way back in the NFL. Maybe not. Maybe you know, John Gruden loved him, so okay. But after John Gruden, not just thought maybe his career would be over. Yeah, I if I was like Gruden, I don't know what he saw in him, but 
yeah, I didn't think that uh, he would have another job if Gruden decided, you know what, I'm done. I mm. can't do nothing with you. Right, I agree, and that's and that's just crazy. That that is crazy. I just had to tell you that. Yeah, that that's crazy. Um, but the hottest free agent in the market right now was um James Bradbury. Uh, Giants tried to trade him. Nobody would not accept the trade, so he had to get released. Um, because of Bradbury's age, Kyle. Be honest. I think I I could see him with like a team that's ready to win. Um. Maybe maybe the Chargers, which which I think may might be the might be the best fit for him, or maybe maybe the Saints. Maybe you know. Um, but what teams you got you got for him going, Kyle? Um, I actually think you know because of how it went down, he might want to stay in the a- the NFC East and maybe go to like maybe the, the Eagles or maybe the Cowboys. Mm. You know. Um. Uh, I heard that I I heard those are like the two teams that you know may look to uh, make a deal for him. So you know, think about it. Going if he went to the Cowboys, it's him and uh, Diggs. <laughs> that's a night. Nice, that's a little one-two combo right there because he don't have to play the number one. Yeah, you know, as the you know what I mean as that uh, one-two combination, which should be formidable. Right. Yeah, this is this is crazy. Um, you know, you know, I just know he's the hottest free agent at the market because remember, Honey Badger just signed this three-year, uh, thirty-three million dollar deal with the Saints. Yep, which would make the Saints defense even more uh deadlier. <laughs> yeah, so it's him. Uh, what Marcus May? Yeah. Um, uh, wow. And Williams. Well, who's that other? I forgot who's that other corner is. Uh, it's not Williams, but I know who you're talking about. But I, I think Marcus Williams too, or did Marcus? Or did Marcus Williams went uh, signed with the Ravens. Oh, okay. But yeah, that. But either way, like they still got the they still got a combo, man, and it's, it's just crazy. To me, it's just crazy. So. Well, we'll definitely, uh, we definitely is gonna. <laughs> Ooh, we definitely is, is, we can't wait to see what happens because I was kind. I wasn't surprised when uh, Honey Badger signed signed with them uh, with them. Um... Yeah, that that was that to me makes uh, a sense. You know, a sensible move in the fact that he gets to go home. You know, um, right back to Nola to. to to play for a team that like like I said they have a decent defense you know what I mean like that adding some of those pieces to that that Saints defense uh I think it's going to be you know something for people to watch out for yeah I definitely agree with you on that one man it's just it's just crazy <laughs> it's crazy per se and um what's the name also uh this this mentor thing has been the topic since last week Tannehill, I kind of understand what Tannehill was saying. It's like Tannehill was saying, basically, listen, I, I'm the guy right now. You know, even though we lost AJ Brown, I'm still the guy. I'm the quarterback. Y'all supposed to, you know, look, look for me. You know, and I don't have time to mentor the kid, but I also understand that 
you should be helping the kid because that's you know that's his future he's a protege um maybe maybe you feel differently about that one Kyle but but I understand why Tannehill said what he said but he he shouldn't have said that because that was the wrong time to say it yeah for me I have an issue with that because um to me I'm I'm of the mindset of you know steel sharpening steel Mm. so for me even though technically he would be uh competition you know so to speak um the better willis plays forces would force Tannehill to up his game so to me i think that's the problem with his statement to me you want to train him to make him as better as best as possible so that you can improve yourself Mm -hmm. right yeah i understand and you know like i said to me it's just it's it's just crazy because it's just been talked about and not just talked about but it's just been mentioned since last week and i'm just sitting there like Oh, that's that's the wrong time to really say it, you know, but I understood where he was coming from. It's like a 50, it's like 50, 50 for me, you know, so I'm, I'm you know, it's just, <laughs> it's like, it's like you um put your foot in, put your foot in some hot water, you know, and you know, and you know, it's going to feel good when you get in there, but you know, you don't want to get in there yet. So you play footsie with the with the hot water. So yeah, it's a 50-50 thing for me, man. Um what 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 else, Kyle? Like what what else do did we have to talk about? Because I know we had we had a couple of um NFL topics. Yeah, I would say also one more, one more um, I guess from the signing uh signing aspect. Uh, I know the Jets had a. Uh, signed uh another wide receiver i think his name is calvin jackson who yes i looked at some of his tape and he seems like uh he might be someone that can you know that could uh make some noise but then also um you know they had to let some people go and Mm. one of those people they let go which was a surprise to me was um uh austin the, the the running back Oh wow, they got rid of him. Yeah, he was one wow. of the he was one of the cuts that they made when they when they signed uh when they when they signed on uh, some of the new guys. Uh yeah, Austin Walters. Yeah, they let him go. Wow, I'm shocked because he was one of the uh the ones that was actually running running the ball hard. Just in my opinion, you know, he was he was a hard runner. He was he was the one that was giving us the extra two three yards, you know. Then yep. we still got Ty Johnson, don't we? Yep, Ty Johnson. That's that's what we need to do. Let's speak on that for like two seconds, Kyle. Because if we got Brees Hall, that might that that potentially could be the starter with uh Michael Carter. What 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 about Ty Johnson? Uh, to me. <sighs> To me, I think Ty Ty Johnson is definitely like that. Um, he's he for me right now would be fourth on the depth chart. Mm. You know, uh, 
but in terms of in terms of who he would back up immediately, I see him as second to Brees Hall, whereas Michael Carter would be the top third down back and possibly Tevin Coleman behind him. Right. You know, and um I'm guessing I don't know what they're gonna I, I honestly um so maybe it's just expect one more cut because of this kid um Bam Knight actually shows through. I don't see us carrying that many running backs and you know P Ryan might be someone that's on the uh you know, on the way out. Right. I could see P. Ryan being gone. I could see definitely see P. Ryan being gone. But it's very interesting that 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 we even not that I even thought about that and wanted to get them, you know, a quick thought on that because but we definitely have running backs now, but how how are they gonna be able to use all of them? That's gonna be very interesting to see. When uh I think they'll get more answers when the pre, you know, when preseason comes. I think, you know, that's what the preseason for, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think we'll definitely uh see what's going on. Um, and last but not least, uh, I'm I'm hearing that uh the Ravens is interested in um Landry, uh Landry, wide receiver from the Browns. Um I think I think they need a wide receiver right now, Kyle. Um <laughs> you know, after losing Hollywood Brown which was really uh, pissed off with Mar Jackson. They, they really need a wide receiver. Even if it's Landry, I could, I could see him doing some things with Lamar Jackson and, and uh, mentoring the other, the young, the young wide receivers that's on that team. Yeah. Uh, Landry, I can, I can see him. I can see him going over there and, and fitting in with, with that group. Um, they have a pretty young group, you know, mm-hmm. they, they have uh, Bateman from last year and they have um, uh, Taylor Wallace that they also drafted. So like, they have a really young group. So bringing in someone like Landry, who would be a veteran guy that can, um, you know, mentor some of the, the younger kids like that to me would make a um, be a sensible move for them. Right. Just just like I said, man. I'm I'm very excited. Before we leave out, I'm very excited, man. I'm I'm excited to see what goes on with this young Dutch team. I don't know when the last time we actually had a young a young team like this, and they they coming off the draft, just like Joe Douglas said, built through the draft. And man, I'm very excited for this, man. Yeah, and I was like, it's also a a good thing because they um. They had uh, interviewed CJ Uzma about, you know, this thing that's going on. And he said one of the positive things that he's seeing is like he hasn't seen a, a group of uh, young guys with this type of enthusiasm and work ethic in some time. So that's definitely a plus, you know, coming from a guy who's a, a veteran of his caliber. Right. And last but not least, we need this, you know, in order to get these free agents to come, they they need to see them wins and they need to see they need to see that team built. So, like I said, I, I just can't wait, man. Definitely. Yeah. But that's it for our podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast, um, Facebook page and why Just Fans um, search for a group and why Just Fans. We have 480 close to 500 members on there. 
Very excited. Um, we close to 200, Kyle. So, man, we, we got to do a special episode for this 200. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but other than that, that's it. Until next week, we take a flight.